Hey girl, I'm Kylie Pax. After a lifetime of emotional eating, struggling with my weight and being a serial dieter, I finally found the missing key to weight loss and I lost 20 kilos. Each week, I'll give you my no BS weight loss advice so you can sprinkle it over your life and your dinner plate and lose weight too. Everything I teach you is fluff free. That means you'll learn simple strategies to master not only your weight, but your mindset as well. Girl, you get that in check and those extra kilos will never haunt your booty again. If you're ready to lose the weight for life, let's go. What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to another episode of the all-new Losing It podcast with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. I am so pumped and excited to be here with you today. You know what day it is. If you don't know what day it is, and I'm not talking about the day of the week, if you don't know what day it is, this is probably the biggest day in my online career. I have... (laughs) packed up all my entire IP and I'm giving it away for free. The free weight loss course has finally launched. It is a four-part video series in which you are going to get every last little nugget that I used to lose 20 kilos, keep it off, and if there has been any regain in your life. You might have lost your weight, but now you're scared about, well, how can I keep it off? This is going to help you. If you're in a scenario where you still want to lose your weight, this is going to help you. If you are in a situation where you're in the process of losing weight, but the method you're using is complete shit, like you're doing meal replacement shakes or counting calories and macros and all the shit that's really stressing you out each day because it's like, I can't go out to eat with my friends or I feel stressed if I have to go to a party. This course is going to help you. It's going to change the entire trajectory of your weight loss world. So if you haven't yet signed up, please head on over kyliepax.com forward slash free course. The link is in the show notes, people, in the show notes. Now, I am going to talk to you today a little bit about I want to just talk to you about my free course because it's so fucking good, but we won't. I'm going to unlock the mystery behind nighttime eating. So many of us, myself included, deal with nighttime eating and it's a real fucking bitch, to be honest. I really, it stresses me out. It's been my nemesis for years and it's the only thing of all the issues I've had with dealing with weight loss and emotional eating over the years. This nighttime eating gig is really the one that pisses me off the most because it's the one that still lingers. I Listen, I've come a long way in my story with emotional eating, binge eating, overeating, undereating, all the things that I've done. As you may or may not know, I've been 20 kilos overweight, a good 10 kilos underweight. I have traveled every spectrum of the scale and I've tried all the dumbass things to lose my weight. I tried weight loss drugs, shakes, meal replacement shakes. I did the calorie counting. I never really got into the points because I was starting to get my shit together by the time Weight Watchers started introducing that shit. But I've done all the other things. I've done diets that had me on a whopping 500 calories per day, per day in total, 500 calories. I did the six apples a day diet where all you ate was six apples. That was your entire food for the day. I mean, if we're going to talk about calorie consumption, that was probably 300 calories for the whole day. And all the tricks that I've tried, I mean, let's not forget the Herbalife's and all that crap. All the things that I tried, they may have worked. And I really want to, this is where I want to define the word what works as far as the weight loss industry is concerned, because they can give you a diet, they can spit out diets left and fucking right. They're doing it every day, all day, every day. 
and they will work, quote-unquote. Of course they work. They can get the weight off, but do they keep the weight off forever? Because if not, then it didn't work. That's like me fucking buying a brand new car. It starts the first time in the car yard. They're like, look at this car. Like, try it. It's fabulous. And it starts. It's great. But once I drive it out the car yard, it never starts again. They're like, well, it works. It's a car. It works. That's that. It's like it doesn't fucking work because it's not starting anymore. It's the same thing with diets. You can lose the weight, but if it's not sustainable and you can't keep it off and it doesn't work for you for the rest of your life, then it didn't work. So let's talk about nighttime eating. If you are a woman who deals with this as well, then just seriously, raise me an emoji hand because it's such an annoying little gremlin that crawls into your brain every single night. For me, it's for me it's about it starts pretty much the minute I put my fork down from dinner. For other women, I know it's around 8 p.m. onwards is usually our witching hour. Now, this is also applicable. It may not be nighttime eating for you. You may have a witching hour window that falls between when I finish study and when I have to go and do something else. It might be like 3 to 6. But for most of us, most of us. It's at the close of the day, the end of the day, when we have finished our regular demanding routine and we now have time, space and grace for ourselves. And the quickest way we can think of to decompress is with food. I mean, it makes sense. Really, what are you going to do? What the fuck else are you going to do? Are you going to go and do a yoga class at like 8.30 at night? No, not me. I'm too tired for that shit. Am I going to go and meditate at 8 o'clock at night? No, really not. Don't care. Not interested. Am I going to have a hot bath and bubbles and me think that, listen, and me think in some weird fucking delusional state that that is going to take away my cravings for food? No doesn't work. I've tried all that shit. I have. I put the fucking scented candles and the music and the meditation stuff. I've done it all. And it doesn't reduce my cravings. Can I tell you why? Please. This is so fucking obvious. It's ridiculous that people are still advising that as a solution to cravings. You can't fix an internal problem with an external solution. That's all I'm going to say about that. If there was an external solution for an internal problem, Don't you think Oprah would have discovered it by now, bottled that shit up and be selling it? Please. (laughs) Like the woman who's not rich enough. If there was, if it was possible, let's all just take a deep breath, a collective deep breath and gather our senses, shall we? It's not possible for you to find an external solution to a problem that is originating inside of you. It's your thoughts. It's your thinking. It's your emotions that are causing the original drama. It's not something coming from outside of you. And I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm going up in people's faces here because you're all like, but it is coming from the outside, Kylie. It's my husband. It's my wife. It's my stupid job. It's the kids. It's whatever the stressor is in your life. You think that's the problem. Please, am I, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I, I, you, you can't argue with me because I know I'm right. You think that the problem is the external issue. And so if you can just solve that issue, then you won't eat at night. Let me give you an example. When my husband and I, my ex-husband and I separated a thousand millennia ago, I was 
unbe- that was an unbelievably stressful situation. I, I mean, for any of my sisters that have been through this, sis, I've, I hear you. I know you. I know you. I know what it's like. We've been there. And it's a nightmare. There is nothing about that that's pleasant. And what it did was it affected my eating in a very <laughs> impactful way, shall we just say. What happened was, you may have heard me talk about this before, but we were together for 25 years, me and my ex-husband. I mean, and now, can I just say, I love him dearly. Some days I still miss him. Like, we love each other very much, but that road had reached an end and it was time for everybody to take their own detour. So he's moved on with his life and it's fabulous and I've moved on with mine and we remain great friends. We talk all the time because we have a fur baby and it's fabulous. You know, you know, Miss Molly, how much we love her. And also when we separated, that was not a loving situation. We didn't give each other all smushy hugs all day long and go, don't worry, baby, we'll get through this. No, no, we did not. I think we probably just wanted each other to die. I thought that will solve my problems. Like if he just toddled off the edge of the earth, everything would be great. But clearly that's not a thing. So I was stuck living in the house with that man for 18 months. 18 months why we could get the shit together to liquidate assets and sort it all out. Do you think for those 18 months it was bliss? That man was coming and going from the house as he pleased. The man that for 25 years would like let me know what was going on. Hey, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, no more. I would just hear doors slam. He would come and go at all times of the day and night. Let me just say no more about that. And I just have to interject here. It is pouring with rain. So if you can hear the rain through the mic, if you can hear that from the outside, that's what's going on. It sounds like the the uh, rain and thunder gods are having a, a hoedown up there. I'm not quite sure what's going on. And also... So my ex-partner, my ex-husband and I were were in a really tricky and sticky situation for a really long time. And the way that that impacted my eating was such that I was at a very low weight. Like I had just come off of the back end of really the most ridiculous juice cleanse and thing that I had ever done. I'd lost way too much weight. And so the fact that I did gain weight over that time wasn't the worst thing. However, nobody's ever happy about gaining weight. I gained 15 fucking kilos, 15. And for my sisters that are in pounds, we're talking, I don't know, 30 pounds. I just double it because I'm not that good at maths to divide it by 2.2 times the whole thing. No. So it would be 15 kilos times 2.2. Anyway, we're, we're going with at least 30 pounds and I gained it really fast over that time. Every single time he walked into a room, I would just feel so much anxiety and stress and upset that I would run, oh no, not walk, run to the kitchen pantry or the fridge and start shoving food in my mouth. Now, that's what happened while we were still stuck under the same roof. But once he left and like I say, toddled off into his own little fabulous house wherever he went to, I had the house to myself. I was in a new chapter of my life. Really, if you wanted a more perfect scenario, you could not find one. There was no more stress. Everything was great. I had my own house. Everything was very safe and secure. I should have felt fucking amazing. And I did. I did feel amazing. And also the nighttime meeting got so much worse. I really at that period found myself binging at night. I was eating when I couldn't find anything else to eat. I was getting a spoon. This is so fucked up. I was getting a spoon and eating butter straight out of the container. Butter from the refrigerator. 
No, not putting it on bread or nothing. No, eating butter straight out the fridge because I just needed to shove something in my mouth and eliminate the traumatic thoughts from my mind, whatever it was that was going on in my life at that time. Butter out the fridge, just dry cereal. Oh, another of my favorites was dry cacao powder, not even Milo, which is yummy. Or like, an, which is for my, if you're not in Australia, that's more like an Ovaltine powder. So you know, it's Ovaltine. I was shoving cacao powder, bitter, disgusting, not even sweet at all. But I didn't have any chocolate in the house because I had convinced myself I can't keep chocolate in the house. I can't trust myself. So I would shove dry cacao powder in my mouth to try and get the feeling and the sensation and the the experience of eating chocolate when I wouldn't allow myself to have chocolate. Here was one of the biggest problems with my nighttime eating. I was still very much in the zone of good foods versus bad foods. I would not let myself keep certain foods in the house. Can't have chips, can't have chocolate, can't have cake because I told myself the story so many times that I can't control myself around that food. When that food actually was in the house, it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. The problem was not the food. The problem was never the food. The problem was the janky ass thoughts that I was thinking and convincing myself to be true that were compelling and propelling me to continue to eat bullshit things that I didn't even want when the nighttime hours kicked in. Now, here's the other thing I want to say about that. Shifting yourself out of this zone takes time, patience, and commitment to the process. If you are a nighttime binger, we've moved more into binging now in this episode, which was not really where I intended to go. And I will give some tips generally for just the general overtime, over the general nighttime overeating. But for binge eating at night, which was where I was when I was in a really just new place in my life, it wasn't even that it was stressful, it was new. I was wanting to feel connection. I was completely alone and adjusting to that new way of life of being a single, independent, fabulous fucking woman. I was adjusting to that though and I was wanting to feel connection. The food made me feel connected. I had memories of my mom giving me treats and things when I was little. It just made me feel that sort of connection. I would get up at night when it was time to go to bed. Let's say it was 10 or 11 at night. And I, but before I could head off down the hallway, I would go to the pantry, shove a mouthful of whatever, nuts, goji berries, because, you know, I only had these healthy things in the house. I would just shovel them in my mouth and then I would go to bed because it helped me feel a sense of peace and security. But this is the other thing that's so important to remember. It was not the food that helped me feel peace, sense, a peace, a sense of peace and security. It wasn't, of course. Food cannot make you feel secure. It's not a lock on a door. It can't make you feel secure. Even a lock on a door can't make you feel secure. It's the thoughts that you have about said food that will generate the feelings of security. Now, if you find yourself having a common witching hour to me, which is around the eight o'clock at night thing, when most of the day's stresses have gone, if you have kitties, they've gone off to bed. If you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or something else that's going on and they've toddled off back to their home, whatever is happening, usually by 8 p.m. at night, most of the day's emails, texts, online, like all of that stuff has stopped and we're taking a breath for ourselves. For me, that's my Netflix time. Like I have got no shame in saying I will watch hours of Netflix at night That helps me decompress because, well, not because Netflix is a decompression mode, because I tell myself, this is my time. This is my decompression time. And I watch some stupid trash that takes me off into another world and I love it. I own it. I think it's fabulous. 
And also I've convinced myself that you can't just watch TV. Like I need to eat right now as well. That will heighten the experience of enjoyment. Hear me when I say I've told myself, well, I need to eat now because it's Netflix time. That will heighten the experience of enjoyment. This is one of my eating codes and I just didn't intend to bring this in, but I will. The fourth eating code, because you know there's five that I teach in my free course, which you need to have in your back pocket, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. You know it's live now. The fourth eating code is tune in and not tune out. And what I was doing when I was going through my breakup with my ex-husband is I was using food as a way to tune out of my life. So this code is twofold. You can, and many of us do, find ourselves in stressful situations and we use food as an escape. We use it as a way to tune out of the shitstorm that's going on in our life. But also the other flip side of that, when there's no real drama going on in your life, sometimes I just am tuning out with the food. What I mean by that is I'm watching Netflix, I'm paying attention, probably scrolling the phone at the same time. I'm not tuning in to the sensation and the duration of the food in my mouth. I'm not tasting that shit at all. I am trying to watch something on Netflix while scrolling Instagram, answering messages. I've got my attention anywhere but on the Kit Kat that I'm eating, if you know me. (laughs) If you know me. It's either dark chocolate Kit Kats or right now I'm in the zone of white chocolate Kit Kats. I don't do milk chocolate Kit Kats anymore. I'm a bit over them. But I'm a dark chocolate or a white chocolate girl. And then I wonder why, when I've had a couple of rows, why I look up and think, that wasn't enough. My brain says, that wasn't enough. I need more. It's not that I need more. I don't need more. Listen, I can have more. I'm free to have all the more in the world, but I don't need it. What happened was I had this beautiful experience of having this chocolate Kit Kat in my mouth, but I wasn't paying any fucking attention. I was looking at something else. I was listening to something else. But what I wasn't doing was tasting, feeling, experiencing the Kit Kat. Now, I'm not saying you need to sit there like a Zen monk and eat your damn chocolate. It's not what I'm saying. But I am saying if you choose to, which I do, if I choose to sit there and watch TV and scroll on my phone, don't be fucking surprised if the voice in your head gets all up in your grill once the chocolate's gone and says, more please, more. So what do we do? Well, as I said, you are not expected to sit there like a Zen monk. That is ridiculous. But what I do is twofold. There are two ways that I use to tackle this because emotions, feelings, feelings last in your body. They have a lifespan of 90 seconds. You may have heard me talk about this before. We think, but Kylie, my cravings, they go on all night. They don't fucking go on all night. They don't. What goes on all night is your thoughts about the food, said chocolate in this case, which generates further chemical release of adrenaline in search of that dopamine hit from the chocolate. Feelings only last 90 seconds in your bloodstream and then they dissipate. If I was lying to you, you would still be feeling the same excitement from your wedding day or I would still be feeling the stress of the divorce if they lasted for, like, they don't. Nothing lasts forever. We know that. And feelings last 90 seconds in your bloodstream and then whoosh, they are gone off into the Netherlands. 
However, you've got to understand how they arrive there to start with and it all starts with your thoughts. There's a cycle called the think, feel, act cycle. That is how every fucking thing in your life works. Everything is generated from a thought which then blends into a feeling and you then take an appropriate action based on what you're feeling to either feel more of what it is that you're having or to get rid of that feeling if you don't like it. So this is the thing with the food. If I deny myself that chocolate and I say, no, that's it, I've I've had enough and I'm not going to have any more, I will immediately feel agitation because my thoughts are, but I want more. I want more. More is better. Enough is never enough when it comes to chocolate, which will release another round of chemicals into my bloodstream, agitation, frustration, annoyance, all of those feelings will start flowing through my body. And at that point, please understand, I'm just using chocolate as an example for you. It could be anything, chips, cakes, pizza, ice cream, whatever. At that point, you are no longer even caring about the food. It's not about the food. The food could be gone from your house entirely. What you want at that point more than anything is to get rid of those feelings. You want to get rid of those feelings of annoyance, agitation, frustration. You want them gone. And the only way you can see how to do that would be to eat the chocolate. That's why you eat the fucking chocolate. You're not eating the chocolate because you want the chocolate anymore at that point. What you want is to get rid of the feelings of anxiety, frustration, annoyance. And you think the best way to do that is to go ahead and eat food. But it isn't. It isn't. The best way to do that is to change what you're thinking about the food, the stressful situation, whatever else is going on in your life. Please, please raise me an emoji hand. Leave me a comment below if this makes sense to you because this is something that the diet world is not telling you. Oh, please, if they ever revealed this shit to you, they would be out of business. Do you think they're ever going to tell you this? Never, never. You could come back here a thousand lifetimes over. You would never hear this coming from the diet industry, but I'm damn well going to tell you because my mission, my goal is to send them out of business, quite frankly. And I've got no shame. I will tell, I'll shout it from the rooftops. Every secret that they keep from you, you can find it here. It's going to be coming out through this podcast because I I 100% am so passionate about women living a substandard, inferior life to what they could be living and achieving and experiencing purely because they're listening to some corporate hamster wheel telling them, you can't have this. You're not good enough. It has to work this way. You need to do this. Dance, monkey, dance. That's what they fucking tell us. And you know what's so heartbreaking to me? We do. We do. They say jump, we say how high. They say I've got a solution. We say we start throwing fucking money at them. I'm done with it. I'm truly done. And I want you to feel the same way, which is why which is why kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. It's live now. You can watch this four-part free free four-part video series. You can be losing weight like within 24 hours. It can be happening that fast. It's and easily. I'm not going to say easy like you're never going to have any resistance to taking the action steps that I tell you. It's not about that. It's about you don't have to deprive, restrict, or do any damn thing that is upsetting or distressing to your body or your mind. With the steps I give you, you absolutely can eat your cake and lose weight too. So the biggest method that I use to round my thoughts up when I feel like they're going out of control at night is this. I use what I would just call the pain and pleasure principle. And I talk about this in my free course as well. I ask myself, what is going to be the pain 
that I will experience if I continue to eat this chocolate Kit Kat? What is the pain I'm going to experience? Because all your brain is focusing on is the pleasure. It's looking at the chocolate. It's thinking, ooh, that's going to be so good. You should eat that. Get that in your mouth now. But my brain is completely shut down any thought about, hold on one fucking second. In 25 seconds when I finished eating the chocolate, how much pain am I going to be in? And I'm not talking about physical pain. I'm talking about mental and emotional. How much mental and emotional pain am I going to be in in 30 seconds when I finish eating the chocolate? Do you know how much? So much that you'll go and get another block of chocolate to block out those feelings. That is how it works. You've got to use this pain and pleasure principle to pull your shit together. And like I say, it's not to say you can't have the chocolate. You can have all the damn chocolate in the world. Have it if you want to have it. But if you're going to have it, own the experience and know that you will probably feel a little bit shit on the other side of it. You'll probably be like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, well, but I worked out so hard today. Oh, man, why did I do that? That's okay. Just own that and be like, well, I decided that I was going to eat it and so I'm just going to own it and I'm not going to beat myself up over it and I'm going to move forward. But if you use this pain and pleasure principle and really, really, really ask yourself, hang on a second before I go shove some more of that chocolate in my mouth, what is going to happen afterwards. How do I want to feel tomorrow morning? Do I want to feel like I fucked everything up yesterday? Do I want to kick off my fresh new day knowing that I gave into my cravings again the night before? Do I really want that experience or do I want to wake up feeling proud, incredible, excited for my day because I know that I actually stood with integrity the night before and honoured my body in so many different ways? So my darlings, as always, you know what I'm going to say, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. If you haven't grabbed it yet, now is the time. Now is the time and you can get all the five eating codes, every last little thing that I did, including some hot tips like this to help you start losing weight immediately this week and forever. And as we wrap it up today, please do remember the only person who has the power to change your life is you. When you step up and start mastering your mindset around food, recognize the problem isn't the food and the problem isn't even you. The problem is you have unrecognized thoughts, just having a corroboree up there in your brain and you don't even realize what's going on. You think there's something wrong with me. Why can't I control myself? That's not, that is not the story. It's not you. It was never you. It's just the thoughts that you've never Never been taught how to pay attention to before, that's all changing today. And when you do that, and when you understand that it is just a thought, which is a choice, that's when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you all again next week. Until then, gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.